The Healthy Insights Podcast features conversations with the leading minds in the field of health and well-being. Our hope is for you to gain insights, learn something new, and discover some valuable takeaways from our fascinating group of guests. Host Jim Naram is a respected leader with over 30 years of experience in the employee health and well-being field. The Healthy Insights Podcast is brought to you by Asset Health, a comprehensive health and well-being services and technology provider. Asset Health's approach is based on actively cultivating the idea that your health is your most valuable asset. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Naram, your host of the Healthy Insights Podcast. This is our recap episode for Season 3. I'm joined by Charlie Esty, Senior Vice President of Strategic Partnerships at Asset Health, my wife, Marilou Naram, and Chris Sullivan, Director of Marketing and Strategic Initiatives, also with Asset Health, who were all co-hosts of guest episodes during our third season. I also want to give a special thank you to Michelle Kalker, Ryan Pierce, and Chris Sullivan for their continued great work editing and promoting this podcast. This podcast is certainly a team effort, and I could not do this without them. We had a terrific third season of guests. In this recap episode, Charlie, Marilou, Chris, and I highlight some of the best guest insights and takeaways. Hi, Charlie. Thanks for co-hosting a couple of episodes in in season three and joining this recap episode. Oh, thanks, Jim. You know, it was really great having an opportunity to, you know, join Mike Mata and Bob Karch, both pioneers and legends in our field. It was great fun for you and me when we were youngsters and they were already established. So I was glad to do it. Yeah, great. And Marilou, thanks for uh, making your co-hosting debut in season three and joining this recap episode. Thanks for having me. It's really fun to be a part of it. Yeah, fun to have you. Uh, and and Chris, uh, thanks for also co-hosting a couple of guest episodes in season three and joining this recap episode. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Season three was great. So many fun conversations. I agree. Uh, you know, we really had some fantastic guests in season three. And what I'd like to do is just talk a little bit about some of the guest insights that were shared and some of the things that stood out for each of us. Uh, Charlie, why don't you go first? Sure, sure. Well, for our listeners that may have missed this session with Dr. Robert Karch, um, Bob is a longtime professor at American University and later established one of the first global well-being firms, People Karch International one of the first uh, global fitness companies, but it was great. You know, Bob, he uh, is a humble guy. He didn't go into detail on the brand of American University and so many uh, professionals in our field evolved from there, you know, loaded with organization skills and technical skills and, you know, a real commitment to professionalism. So as he shared, you know, a lot of their students will get field experience at the Pentagon and FBI and um, just a great institution and not only located in Washington, D.C., but they've expanded with a training and conference center out in Airlie, Virginia. But uh, it was a great conversation, as you know, and we've known Bob for a long time, not only talking about you know, the key attributes of what it takes to be a successful health and well-being professional, but really the evolution of our field into broader well-being and flourishing. 
And we even spent some time talking about the importance of gratitude and even love, which, you know, is a softer topic. But it was great to hear Bob, who is, you know, a pioneer, you know, really encourage that. And I, I thought that was very, very interesting, again, for our listeners. But, you know, we wrapped up talking about the impact on how the field is expanding globally. One of Bob's graduates, Wolf Kirsten, is certainly a leader um, as the co-founder of the Global Center for Healthy Workplaces in London. But I think it's important for everybody in our industry to not only think domestically, but with the aspect of diversity, equity, and inclusion, but really beginning to think about how we bring our services to multinational companies throughout the world. So it was really terrific, and I really enjoyed my time with you, Jim, and catching up with Dr. Karch. Yeah, it's hard to believe that uh, that that he's been a professor uh, for for fifty two years at American University. It's it's incredible. And the other thing that I I, I guess I should have known, but didn't know that that he was uh, uh, a wrestling uh, the head wrestling coach at American University for ten years and uh, and got his first job uh, after graduating from University of Maryland uh, coaching. Uh, wrestling as well. So, uh, you know, broad, broad background. Indeed, indeed. He, uh, you know, just a great person. And as I said earlier, he's really championed a lot of uh, our professionals and very active in a number of associations, which I think is another important point for uh, people in our industry to branch out from health and well-being and really begin to connect the dots to human resources and health and safety, um, certainly employee assistance programs. And today, you know, aligning wellness with DEI is, is really critical to help some of the sponsoring companies. Um, I would like to comment on another pioneer that we talked to this season um, that you talked to, Jim, actually, Colette Folstad. She uh, coached college and high schools women's sports for 35 years in her career. And it was really interesting to hear about her experiences in the beginning stages of her career as she was putting together collegiate uh, basketball, volleyball, track programs, and high school programs um, right after Title IX passed in 1972, um, this year being the 50th anniversary of that uh, passing. Um, she had to fight for everything that she put together, um, getting uniforms for women athletes and uh, fighting for practice space, which really hadn't been anything before in, in a college situation, um, being her own trainer, taping students and, and you know, uh, setting up transportation uh, for games and tournaments and things that they were participating in. Uh, it was just really interesting to hear how she kept hitting brick walls, but kept pushing forward. And, and uh, she was definitely a pioneer in that, uh, in the programs. Um, and she supported her athletes, which was great to hear and uh, took years to build the programs, but um, it took leaders like Colette who persevered and paved the way for so many athletic programs for women. Yeah, she, uh, you know, and, and I was so fortunate to uh, have the opportunity to my senior year at Concordia to be the assistant women's basketball coach at Concordia College in in Moorhead, Minnesota, and uh, just the you know being a part of that and and she really emphasized 
fundamentals and teamwork and and all of those things that really were uh, contributed to uh, to the success and uh, so it, you know just and and we've you know that was 40 40 some years ago and we still are great friends and uh, and then the other thing that she she talked about which was kind of fun too is she has a granddaughter uh, that's a very good basketball player at a um, at a private school, Minnehaha Academy, here in the Minneapolis area, and and just the how the game ha- of basketball has evolved since uh, she was coaching to to now, and uh, so it, it it's uh, played at a very very high skill level. Uh, so very very fun to have Colette as a guest. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And and she has. Uh, such mutual respect for you, which was great. But um, also you can tell she has such a calm demeanor. And I know that through all of her experiences, trying to set up programs and and build relationships that she uh, was very calm, but pushed her way through and uh, was able to succeed. Absolutely. Yeah, that was an inspiring episode. I had the privilege of co-hosting our interview with Andrew Davies. And Andrew is the CEO of ICAST World, a Lyra health company. And ICAST delivers mental and behavioral health solutions internationally. Andrew discussed mental health and wellness on a global scale and how mental health in the workplace has really grown into such a critical issue. He brings a wealth of experience um, as the CEO of a global organization and He's been a great partner to Asset Health as well, but he also brought his insights as a clinical psychologist to bear on some really fascinating and important topics at a very human level. And a couple of insights that I left that conversation with are that mental health is now an important part of a company's responsibility to their employees. And it has a significant impact on the overall business performance. I was uh, really surprised to learn just how much depression costs businesses in the global economy, over a trillion dollars a year, and not even including substance abuse disorders, anxiety disorders, and neurocognitive disorders, just depression alone. And beyond that, More than half the world's population doesn't have access to mental health care. And for those that do, um, as we know, access is not always easy. So Andrew did a great job addressing those issues. He shared some great trends and some insights into his field and how the traditional EAP approach is evolving to really focus on improving efficacy and accessibility And um, finally, my favorite takeaway from that conversation was that, you know, a lot of our our discussion focused on ways to make well-being solutions locally relevant and appropriate. Yet in the end, despite global differences, we're all humans and we share so much psychologically and emotionally. And Andrew shared some great insights into our shared humanity I just thought that was a great conversation, a great episode. Andrew has such great experience. And I think, you know, for those in our industry that may be working with a company that is thinking about 
expanding their wellness programs uh, globally, uh, Andrew has always pointed out the importance of really understanding that culture. And in, in certain cultures around the world, the idea of talking about your health, certainly your mental health, is very foreign. And uh, uh, he's just a great resource right. for all of us in the industry. But yeah, that was a great session, Chris. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that, Charlie. Uh, great, great session. So uh, one of the, the first episodes in season three uh, was with Laura Putnam uh, that I had. And, uh, you know, a couple of, of really key insights that Laura had. And, and she's she's a very well-known keynote speaker and uh, has, uh, you know, written an award-winning book, uh, work, Workplace Wellness That Works. Uh, and, you know, a couple of the things that, that Laura says is that, you know, that she talks about a lot is closing the knowing and doing gap. So it's like, we know what to do to be healthy, but we just don't do it. And we all know that we, we should get active, get, eat healthy and not smoke, but yet we, we have trouble doing that. And, uh, and I think the other part that, that Laura talks about a lot is, you know, the importance of engaging key influencers, um, you know, activating the managers, especially at, at the workplace and, and that managers can either be multipliers and to make it easier and better for employees to, uh, to take care of their health, or they can be gatekeepers that can, uh, you know, be an obstacle in, in employees taking care of their health. Uh, and and really, she makes the point that managers are really the key permission givers uh, to members of their team, and uh, the importance of organizational culture uh, plays a key role in the health and well-being choices that we all make. And then I, I think that the last thing that Laura uh, made that really resonated for me too is that. Well-being is really different for everyone. It, you know, she talks about the concept of me at my best, and but that we're also creatures of of culture. So uh, the goal for organizations would really be to uh, to be part of creating a collective culture for everyone to be at their best. Uh, so uh, great, great episode, and and I really liked our conversation a lot. Yeah, Laura, you know relatively new to the field and uh, has really attracted a following, you know, based on her knowledge and her ability to really engage leadership all the way down to what we might refer to as hard to reach employees. But she's very bright and and brings a real fresh perspective on, on you know, meeting the needs of the sponsoring organization and and executing on that in a way that drives results. So I, I really enjoyed that session and learning a little bit more about Laura. She's a real uh, star in her industry. Yeah, she, she started out uh, for a, the first part of her career as a, uh, as a high school teacher. And so part of what she's doing now is really uh, you know, uh, teaching, but teaching in the health and well-being field. Uh, so it was gr great to, to get that perspective. So the, uh, the, the other guest that I had a chance to join Jim on the session was Mike Mata. And Mike, as I mentioned earlier, is a, is a pioneer in our industry. In fact, 
Mike came out of the coaching industry and started in New York City at the Sports Training Institute, which was really the first form of personal training before there was personal training like we know it today. Um, but Mike is a, is a go-getter and has a lot of moxie. And he talked about training Calvin Klein and the CEO of Morgan Stanley, today known as JP Morgan. But that led to him really starting his business, Plus One, um, and moving on to developing really a series of uh, very comprehensive corporate health and wellness and fitness facilities. So great experience. Uh, he talked a lot about networking and his contacts, but he kind of used a metaphor of approaching puzzles. And he said, number one, first look at the picture on the box. What is it that you want to achieve? And then number two, you know, really organize the pieces. And, and a key in there was really, which I think is a great tip for all of us, is the ability to ask for help. And, and when you do that, you tend to find people that can support your endeavors. And, and then finally, is to really enjoy the challenge and the experience and, and really have faith in yourself and your team. But um, Mike led an organization that ended up being acquired by Optum, part of United Healthcare, and just has had a great career. But uh, I really enjoyed uh, his reflection on how he bootstrapped his experience in education and coaching, and through his network, um, ended up in New York City at the Sports Training Institute, and then, of course, launched his business, was really working with employers in the area of establishing comprehensive health and fitness and wellness facilities. So really good to have uh, Mike on, and I, I enjoyed I enjoyed it very much. Well, and I think the other the other thing that Mike and I talked about that was uh, th that was good is that he's also uh, a, a co-author of a recently published book uh, on the the practical uh, parts of, uh, of of preventive medicine, and uh, so that was uh, you know that was a, a a labor of love that he and two other uh, co-authors uh, went, and so uh, you know that's uh, that, that's a great book. That's a great resource for uh, people in the field as well. You know, Jim, uh, that reminds me when he talked about getting his business ready to sell. This might be interesting to many of our listeners as well, but really what you have to do to go about that process. And he he mentioned that the importance of building an infrastructure and a management team and having a solid pipeline for growth and technology, but really the endurance it takes. And so many people have developed point solutions and comprehensive programs and so on, but they might be interesting in listening to that recap just on Mike's experiences of going through the process of of really having uh, an exit strategy for his business. I just wanted to touch back um, when Chris mentioned that in his uh, podcast with Andrew Davies, uh, mentioning his comments about um, the growing importance of mental health care. Uh, the podcast that I co-hosted with Jim was with Claire Klein, who is a board certified uh, music therapist. She works uh, with hospice patients and, um, kind of right along with mental health care, um, we learned how positively the brain reacts to music. And it's not just for entertainment, but it can be for health purposes too. Um, 
there have been so many studies that show how every part of the brain lights up in response to music. And it can help us uh, reduce pain or anxiety and uh, improve our memory and um, our moods. And it was fascinating to hear how, um, how music just can affect the whole being and um, our, our well-being. Uh, uh, she picks songs that um, match the heartbeat of someone or helps regulate heartbeats or... Um, breathing patterns and it can make such a difference in someone's health and that I, it's huge. And it's great for the health industry to be recognizing music as a resource for patients' well-being. Yeah, she, and, and you know, talk about a, a, a broad repertoire. I mean, she, she- She knows every song out there, exactly, from every genre. And she um, is so, calming to the patients that she works with and the families that, that, um, of the patients. And she just loves what she does and that exudes through her personality. Well, and the, and the fact that, you know, part of the difference between being someone that plays music for people versus, uh, a, a, you know, certified, uh, music therapist is really, it's interactive. And so she, she bases the songs or the rhythm based on, heartbeat or mood or you know does it need to be calming does it need to be energetic and uh and and so that that was really fascinating to 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 learn about as well i loved that episode with claire um it was it was very touching very heartfelt i think we all try to find meaning and purpose in our life's work and she definitely has found that and that comes through in her voice um really an amazing episode I, I also really enjoyed our conversation with Brad O'Brien. Brad is Director of Learning, Insights, and Design at Greenpath Financial Wellness. Who better to have on the Healthy Insights podcast than a Director of Insights? And, um, and Brad really brings a unique perspective, um, a human-centered perspective to financial wellness. And we know financial wellness is a big part of overall wellness and impacts health and well-being. If you're worried about finances, you know, that's going to impact your sleep, your nutrition and more. And there's a lot of buzz about this now. But GreenPath has been helping people tackle financial challenges for over half a century. And, and Brad has a very unique role at GreenPath to kind of think about and deploy these, you know, solutions. So I, I really enjoyed learning about human-centered design in the context of financial wellness and how they really put the human perspective at the center of their problem-solving process. And then Brad's takeaways were very insightful. Um, he mentioned that we all have our own unique financial health journey, but we're not alone in our situation. And then he also talked about the stigma um, around debt, um, but that financial struggles are more common than we realize, than we realize um, which is counter to the narrative and what we see on TV and what our friends and our neighbors are doing on social media. Um, you know, but everyone really has their own unique challenges, but that, you know, support is out there um, from a financial wellness standpoint. Um, I also liked how, how Green Path has their own podcast that helps spread awareness uh, regarding financial health by sharing real, relatable stories, actually featuring real people. 
Um, so yeah, Brad, he was a very, uh, he's a very fascinating individual. Um, I love to hear about his work in the community, building a native garden, helping the local kids play hockey. It was a, it was a really fun episode. Well, that, that, and the fact that, you know, one of the other things that he said for his own personal health and well being that, uh, that he's, a uh, you know, gets up every morning early, uh, goes for a three three mile run with his dogs, uh, regardless of the weather, you know, rain, snow, sleet, uh, sun. Uh, and, uh, so that, you know, that, that's an incredible kind of a commitment that, uh, that, uh, all of us could, uh, could admire, I guess. Yeah. Admire, but, but not relate to necessarily. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Some days maybe, but every day, I don't know. Go Brad, go Brad. That's perseverance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, uh, you know, lastly, uh, I had the the privilege of uh, uh, having a conversation with Kyoko Crawford, who's the founder and CEO of Skin.io. Uh, Kyoko received her uh, biomedical engineering degree from Harvard. Uh, not many people uh, have that degree and was really focused also on uh, on mixing that with uh, an entrepreneurial educational background as well. Uh, she was, uh, you know, impressively named as uh, Crane Chicago 40 under 40. Uh, and, and one of the things uh, Kyoko shared was some statistics of skin cancer and, you know, that skin cancer is, is really the most prevalent form of cancer in the U.S., and statistically, she shared that one in five people will develop skin cancer by the age of 70. So, you know, you just think about that. Uh, and, and a couple of the other things that she shared is that, you know, there's really are gaps and deserts of available dermatologists in certain parts of the country. And what Skin.io has developed is an innovative digital solution that uses the cameras on our smartphones to allow individuals to digitally detect moles or skin at risk for skin cancer and catalog and track changes in our skin over time. Uh, and, and she shared a number of uh, client success stories uh, that, uh, that were, that were uh, you know, good to see how you know, theory meets uh, practice and, uh, and, and outcomes. And then I think lastly, she, she also shared you know, the importance of emphasizing team and culture building at a, uh, as an entrepreneur and a smaller organization that's really uh, looking to make an impact uh, in the, uh, in a technology space as well. You know, it's interesting for our, <clears throat> our industry to really embrace cancer prevention. You know, much of our focus has gone from cardiovascular disease to mental and emotional health, which is really important. But for, for different reasons, we've neglected promoting the awareness of cancer prevention. And I think the Skin.io technology is exciting. I know when I go to the dermatologist and he'll see a mole on my heel, he'll say, you ought to keep an eye on that one. And that's French for, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it next year when I come back. So to have the capability through a mobile app to photograph and track that mole and have Skin.io's team of dermatologists at Northwestern University be able to track changes in that mole just leverages the technology. I think it's really exciting. Um, and I was, I was glad that uh, you were able to 
uh, have her on the podcast, Jim. She was great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we've had eight guests. Uh, we've summarized the the eight guests, uh, which was uh, were were fantastic. So, anything anyone else wants to to add uh, as we wrap up? I would like to add that one recurring theme that I heard coming up with I think every one of the podcasts this season is how um, how important it is to surround yourself with people who have expertise in your field or people who can help you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I think that's really important in our world right now to surround yourself with positive people, people who can help, people who might have answers for you, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Well said. The importance of conversation and dialogue and, and continuing to grow and learn and surrounding yourself with the right people is, is so important. Um, I loved uh, season three. I thought we had a tremendous uh, group of guests from, you know, some some longtime health and wellness legends to uh, some new pioneers blazing new trails. Um, so really a great group of guests. And I don't want to divulge too much, but I'm really excited for season four. We're going to do something very different, very unique. Um, so stay tuned for that. Absolutely. Thanks everyone. This was, uh, this was fun and, and great to, great to summarize. Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or player. We also encourage you to rate this podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time.